Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to an all-new episode of Help. I suck at dating, quarantine style. Still quarantine, self-isolating, obviously. I am still at my in-law's house. That's going as well as possible because everybody's still alive. Dean is quarantined with Kaylin uh, and obviously joining us via Zoom with Pappy in his arms right now. Tori and Easton are on the line as well. We have a great episode coming up for you. Uh, we have some callers calling in who are actually dating during quarantine. They're, they're setting up FaceTime, Zoom meetings. They're really taking a proactive approach to the entire self-isolating dating world. And I enjoy it. I'm excited to hear stories about them. We have a story about a new dating app coming up, which is a video dating app, which is obviously very 2020 right now because that's all anybody can do. Uh, but Dean, how are you doing? First of all, happy belated birthday, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, I have a question for you because you mentioned it uh, at the beginning. You mentioned your in-laws. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like their in-laws, but you don't seem to have any issue with yours. Do you think that you're an anomaly in that sense? Well, I just have incredible in-laws. And I was obviously joking earlier saying that, you know, everything's going well because we're all still alive, which is all factual, but also dramatic. Um, but no, I, I love my in-laws. Ashley's parents are the, the sweetest, most incredible people. Jay and Audrey. Uh, Jay is actually an anesthesiologist. You guys probably know that. He works at the hospital. So he's quarantined still in the basement. Um, and uh, her, his Ashley's mom, Audrey, is just the sweetest, most welcoming person. And and uh, it, it, she's the mother. In, she's the type of mom who will constantly ask if you need anything. You know, but I feel like. As far as Hollywood is concerned, you're supposed to like despise your in-laws, but you like love them. That's great. I know it's the complete opposite of monster in-law. I have right. an, I have angel in-laws. Um, right. I'm also quarantined at their house, so I can't really say anything bad about them. So you know, you can look into my eyes and find out if I'm telling the truth. Unfortunately, our listeners can't because they listen to audio. But uh, in all honesty, I, I couldn't ask for better in-laws, and, and I'm very glad that we're we're here. There's more room, like we've talked about. So it's 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 really nice. Um, have you seen your parents since the quarantine started? Uh, no, no. I mean, I haven't seen them since uh, New Year's. So it's, uh, it's it's just obviously for everybody's own safety because even when this thing lifts, uh, you know, we're gonna stay stay you know 
even if I do travel to Rhode Island at some point in May or June, you know, I'm going to abide by social distancing and make sure I don't get within six feet of them. It's crazy though. Like have you guys, so have you had uh, any like uh, interactions with people, but six feet away, have you had any hangouts, but you've been uh, staying away? Just zoom stuff. Cause uh, physical stuff. No, nothing. Just, uh, just all zooms. Cause the reason I bring this up is because yesterday, uh, one of Ashley's friends came over outside and we actually, she stayed like 10 feet away. I made sure that we were at a good distance away and it was good seeing her. It was good to have like a social interaction with somebody and just sit down and talk for a while. But it was also difficult because in my head, I couldn't, I couldn't focus on the conversation. All I could think about was if she had COVID-19 and even if she's 10 feet away, am I still catching it? And I'm curious when that is going to subside and it obviously factors into the dating realm because there's only, only so many Zoom dates you can go on before you actually have to meet someone in person and have social interaction with them to see if you have chemistry in person, physical chemistry, so on and so forth. And so I don't know. It's interesting. You know, I got a flat tire the other day and I had to have my friend come pick me up. So I guess I kind of, uh, you know, I had no choice but to get a little closer than six feet because I had to sit in his car with him. Wait, did you feel weird at all? No, but <laughs> all right, cool. Tight. That was it. That's my first human interaction other than Kaylin in a long time. So that was, that was pretty nice. So you know? is it a, is it like a good friend? Yeah, we're, we're good friends. But I mean, the thing was, I was like, okay, well I could get a tow truck and then get an Uber, but then I'm getting to, in the car of someone that I don't know rather than getting in the car of my friend who I know really well. And you'd uh, possibly be interacting with two people instead of just one right, doubling right, your right. odds. So I figured it was my best option. And you know what? It was a welcome change of scenery. Even though, obviously, we had to break social distancing, it was nice to see him. Uh, I didn't hug him. I didn't even give him a high five or anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, it was nice. Was that weird? That was why I was asking how close of a friend it is. Because was it weird to just be like, okay, bye, or hi? It's like hard, it's like hard to start a conversation with someone without being like, hey, what's up? And like saying hi and like shaking their hand or like giving them a high five or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting world. But anyway, your birthday last Friday. Happy belated birthday, buddy. How old are you? Uh, 29, 20, 22, 20, I'm in my 20s. 20 something. Wait, are you actually 29? My exact age is 27 to 31. Just basically put me on anything Toby Maguire is getting, you know? All right, that's fair enough. How was your birthday? Did you, uh, did you and Kaylin do anything special or? Yeah, Kaylin, uh, Kaylin knocked out of the park. She made sure it was as special of a birthday as I could have possibly had, given uh, obviously everything that's going on. I woke up in the morning and she had this full custom menu prepared and let me order my breakfast, uh, gave me breakfast in bed. Well, what'd you order? Um, what did I get? Yogurt and a right. cinnamon roll. Ooh, <laughs> and, fancy. And some coffee that she got me and a new mug that she bought for me. What's the uh, mug? It's just like, uh, it looks like a camera lens, but you can just put uh, coffee in it. Oh, that's cute. Uh, that's very you. Yeah. It was, I've seen it around and I've always kind of wanted one. So it's nice to finally have one. Um, what else did she do? She uh, got my favorite lunch delivered. But she like catered like this, uh, this, this delivery picnic thing. And they were, you know, they were sure to sanitize and keep their distance when they came. Because they came into the apartment and set it up basically. Which I was kind of, I was kind of confused about. I was like, "Are you sure we should be doing this?" And she goes, "Like, she like assured me that it was like safe and that they were following all the precautions." Um, 
And then I opened my presents. She got me some pretty sweet presents. She got me like a GoPro that I've always wanted, uh, an AirPod case. What else did she get me? An AirPod case? A waterproof bag for my camera. Yeah, like, you know, like a little case for my AirPods so I can hang on. Oh, very nice. I just thought she got you the case for AirPods and didn't get you AirPods. Yeah, (laughs) she's like halfway there, fucking loser. Oh, sorry, language. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta Uh, wait for Christmas. (laughs) um, What else did she get me? Um, a couple other random things, and then she set up a little fort in our other room and uh, put up some pixie lights and got a projector and projected my favorite movie on the wall. And what movie? Interstellar. Oh, that's right. We talked about this. Yeah. Certainly so, not a romance, but a great movie regardless. Well, it's still a love story, even though it might not be a romance. Uh, that is true. It's a story about a, yeah, a father and daughter and the relationship. But yeah, that's my favorite movie of all time. So it was nice. It was a good, as far as we could have, for, for what we could have done and couldn't have done for my birthday, I'm glad that, uh, you know, she definitely went to great lengths to make it as special as possible. So I'm super appreciative. That is really cute. Good job, Kaylin. And how are you guys doing uh, together during this quarantine? Do you think, because I remember you asked me a question only about a week or two into the quarantine, whether uh, my relationship with Ashley, uh, because of the quarantine have gotten worse so far, stayed the same or gotten better. So I'm going to ask you now that yeah. we're almost six weeks into this thing, since being quarantined with Kaylin, do you think that your relationship has gotten worse, stayed the same or gotten better? Um, I would say it's either stayed the same or gotten better, but awesome. yeah, I guess, I mean, we're just starting to lose our minds. Like even the past couple of days, she like looks at me, like she'll like stop mid sentence and look at me. And she's like, I just need to travel somewhere. <laughs> and I'm losing my mind. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know. So am I. I just need to go to a coffee bean. Okay. Something. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think our sanity is slipping away, but our relationship is doing perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Oh, that's uh, really good. Uh, the thing is, it's like, I know, one of the nice things about being in the van is I'm not uh, distracted or tempted by things like my Xbox and stuff. And so now that I have access to an Xbox, basically any time of the day, I play, I play like five hours of video games a day. And I look back on the day and I'm like, wow, I just wasted five hours, but I'm going to do the exact same thing tomorrow and play five more hours of video games. You know what I mean? So I think like that in and of itself is, uh, at least for me, it's like, it's making me, uh, makes you uh, feel like a piece of yeah, that's that's for lack of a better word way to put it. Yeah, that's absolutely the, it. the reason I know that is because I feel the exact same way. There are yeah. times where I feel like I'm just not getting anything accomplished. That's why I look forward to this podcast because it's it's structure. You know, it's like okay, from Monday, you know, on Monday from whatever time we record for two hours. You know, I feel like I'm I'm not. I don't want to say working because there are people who are essential workers right now who are doing incredible things that are far more difficult than anything I could possibly imagine. But it is nice for us to come to this podcast and just be like, okay, you know, this is, you know, what we have to do on Monday and it creates some sort of structure and something to look forward to, which I think everybody needs right now. I just give myself like one task to complete every single day, whether it's like, like I'm helping build some benches in her kitchen. uh, We're we're doing some stuff in her bedroom. Like we're making the bedside tables float uh, or like whether it's my physical therapy, I just want to make sure I have like an hour of that every single day. So as long as I do like one of those things every single day, I can look back and be like, okay, cool. I got something done today. You know what I mean? What was your uh, achievement yesterday? Um, I got halfway through building the benches and we finally made it to Home Depot in order to buy a bunch of stuff, which was a, a trek because uh, they're obviously practicing social distancing and they're one of those places that's open, obviously, because they're essential. 
and uh, they there's just like lines that like go out the door and wrap around the building. And so it's like you show up and you're like, okay, well, I have to wait in that line for 20 minutes before I can even go inside. And I have to spend an hour inside. And it's just the whole whole process. So even just go, getting up and going to Home Depot was uh, an achievement in and of itself for us. Yeah, we haven't left the house too much over here. We sometimes will pick up just to support local restaurants and local businesses and just to, you know, do something different. It's kind of like every, you know, we cook for like three or four days straight and then we'll get takeout. And it's something that we look forward to. Like, oh, Let's get takeout tonight. Where are we going to get food from? It's very exciting within the Iconetti household and, and Iconetti Haven household, I guess now, because Ashley's technically a Haven, which is really weird. Um, but we went to this place the other night. I won't say the place, but they were doing a great job of social distancing. They had curbside pickups, so the line was outside, and every single one of their workers was wearing gloves and masks, which made me feel far more comfortable. And so... They came up, take our order, and then this kid was walking out to our car with the bag, and I went to go open the trunk, and for some reason, of course, what timing, the trunk was not popping. And so I'm hitting this button like 37,000 times as hard as I can. I'm holding it. I'm pressing it numerous times. It would not pop. And so I knew that if the trunk wasn't opening, this kid was going to have to open up the back seat, which would bring him closer to us and put it in there. And I was with uh, Ashley and my sister-in-law, Lauren, who was in the back seat. So whatever. So he's wearing gloves and a mask. So he opens the door and puts the food in there in in the back seat. And then apparently it was somebody that Lauren, my sister-in-law, knew. And so he was like, oh, hey, what's going on? She's like, oh, my God. Hey, it's good to see you. So he starts talking to us. Mind you, he's about three feet from us because he had to put it in the back seat. He takes his mask off and starts talking to us. And immediately Ashley just looks at me because she knows I'm going to freak out. And like the conversation, it was like one of those moments where you just don't know what to say because obviously that's not how masks work. You have to keep the mask on in order to not spread the virus. And most likely he has nothing, but it was just more of like, oh, my God, please just put your mask on. And I'm one accelerator and get out of there. I know I was. I Yeah, just run him over. But officer, he took his mask off. Yeah. Um. It was like one of those com- like comedy sketches that you just can't write. Somebody you knew yet you haven't seen in like 12 years and we're going through this pandemic and we're taking all these precautions and then he took his mask off and started talking to us. And it was like, good God. And then we drove off, get a phone call from the restaurant and they informed us that he brought out the wrong bag. Poor kid. So we had to turn around and do this process all over again. But he kept the mask on this time, which is, I was very grateful for. Uh, that's pretty funny. Hey, I want to get your opinion on something shoot um so i've been thinking about changing my last name uh to what i like ungler uh i want to change it to so my mother's maiden name is bell i want to change it to bell that's actually really that's adorable my is it really tori that's my middle name yes uh, oh my gosh, it's like we're family <laughs> that's pretty funny so okay so i've been thinking about changing it to bell to honor my mother uh but i texted my brother I was like, hey, Brad, I'm thinking about uh, changing my last name to Bell. What do you think about it? And he goes, I think that would be really weird. And I was like, okay, that's not what I, that's not the reaction I was expecting to get. And then, so I talked to Kaylin about it, and Kaylin thinks it's a cool idea. And then I texted my, my aunts, who are my mother's sisters, and they were all like, oh, my gosh, it'd be so great of you to do that. We think it'd be fantastic, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then come to find out, my brother's fiancé, when she said that when she gets married to my brother, she would prefer to take the last name Bell than to take Unglert. And so I feel like there's a lot of uh, momentum behind the name Bell, but I also don't know uh, 
legal processes and like how that's going to affect me long term. But I just want to get your guys' opinion on if it's something that uh, what do you think what you would think weirdly of? Well, a couple thoughts. One, I think you should do it because it'll make you and Tori like family. So that's obviously sure, sure. a positive. Yeah. Obviously. Big plus, big plus. That might be reason enough on its own. Yeah, don't tell Kaylin. <laughs> you didn't even know you had that bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then two, I can't imagine it's that difficult to change your name. I mean, millions of people do it all the time when they get married. And so sure. I, I don't know if Ashley actually has legally changed her name yet, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I say go for it. I agree. You got to just do it. Plus, I think Dean Michael Bell sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Dean Michael Bell. That's like a Dean movie star. But then Dean Bell sounds bad. I'd have to start going by my middle name, Dean Michael Bell, not just Dean Bell, you know? Totally. I love people who go by three names. Or even, <laughs> like, make your name longer. The longer the, the name, the more badass you sound. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Don't, yeah, don't yeah. shorten that thing. So you know, that's not even his real name. Uh, I've heard that, too. I think, really, the question for you, Dean, it comes down to how attached are you to the last name Ungler. If you would rather honor your mom by changing your last name to Bell... Then I say totally do it. Don't you know? Because like, if you'd rather have Bell as your last name to honor your mom, then I don't see anything stopping you unless you are uh, like emotionally attached to Ungler. Well, that's the thing too. Is I was texting my brother about it, and I was like, "Yeah, like I'm not super proud of the name Ungler. Like, what do we have to be proud of about the name?" And he said, "Yeah, I agree, but also we can be examples as to what makes a good Ungler moving forward." And I was like, "Yeah, that's cool too, but..." Well, I'm gonna keep, I'll keep you guys posted one way or the other if I decide to take action on that or not. But we have a great episode for you guys today. We are going to call uh, some people who are dating during this quarantine, going on first dates during this quarantine, which is going to be spicy. We have uh, Vivek from the Loco Video Dating app. And then we are going to have, for the first time ever in the history of Help I Suck at Dating, uh, my girlfriend Kaylin Miller keys on the podcast. Your your girlfriend or your wife? Along with Ashley, I. <laughs> uh, the the men will not be present for this part of the episode, so it'll just be the two women uh, answering and and discussing amongst themselves. I already have Ashley prepped with questions, so we're good to go. No worries, Dean. Don't worry about it at all. Just leave the room, close the door, and don't even give it a second thought. Um. Great. Just remember that uh, Kaylin doesn't like Ashley that much, so make sure she doesn't prod her too much. Otherwise, it might sever their relationship altogether. I'm fine with that, as long as we get a good episode. <laughs> um, anyways, that's all coming up at the end of the episode. Uh, I, if I was listening to this, this, I would say just listen to the first couple segments, ignore the last part with the, with the Kaylin and Ashley, but who am I to decide what you listen to? That's all coming up. Be sure to stick through this break, and we'll get right to everything. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer 
gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We have our first caller on the line. Her name is Dee. She's from Costa Mesa. Uh, you're 29 years old. Hi, Dee. How are you? Hey, Dee. I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. We're happy to you? have you on here. Thank you so much for taking the time. How are you doing during this quarantine? Honestly, I'm doing pretty well. Um, not a whole lot has changed for me other than, you know, the whole not being able to hang out with humans. It's a big part of it, though. Yeah. I feel yeah, huge part, you know, but social distancing seems to work for the most part. Um, so, uh, Dee, we heard that you're still dating right now during the self-isolation. Uh, you're using Bumble and Hinge, and you actually just met up with someone that mm-hmm. you were talking to on one of these dating apps. So tell us about that experience. Yeah, um, so initially, like, I was pretty stoked to be uh, on 
Bumble and Hinge during this time because I feel like it eliminates a lot of like physical expectations and it just forces you to connect emotionally, which is something we kind of bypass nowadays in the dating world. But we met up um, on one of the hiking trails near my house. And um, yeah, it was a little weird because he didn't respect the six feet. Oh no. I already don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Was he didn't like respect the six feet, you know, social distancing um, aspect of it. Was it right out of the gates? Like he basically met up with you and was like came in for a hug or something? Yeah, he came in for a hug and I was like, whoa, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's so how terrifying. Was, how was the rest of the day? Was it awkward? Did you guys just immediately part ways or did you carry on? No, I carried on. I was like, you know, he's probably nervous. This is like a really weird, you know, time. He probably wasn't aware. It's okay. Give three strikes. That was strike number one. <laughs> I think Did that should count as two strikes. strikes. Nah, I, yeah, I should have been two strikes. The, the second strike was when he um, got so close to me that I could feel his shoulder on mine. And I was like, I'm going to shove you off this cliff. <laughs> Hold on. So he got, he tried to hug you as soon as he saw you. So he broke the six foot barrier then. But then you guys started separating six feet apart and walking. And then he broke the barrier again. Yes. He just really wanted to be near me, I guess. I mean, I guess that is could be flattering. I don't really, but is it weird that I don't really see that as a deal breaker? I'm like, that's cute. He like wants to like jump in for a hug. Like, wouldn't any girl kind of want to feel that way? Breaker. He doesn't fall. Um, no, because in my mind, I was like, okay, if you can't respect like the barrier, then what are you gonna be like after this? Like, are you gonna be super clingy and <laughs> okay, kind of valid? The clinginess. I didn't think about that. Yeah, like, so my mind went to all these dark places. If he's willing to break the rules of social distancing, he might be willing to break the rules of monogamy or of yeah. uh, chivalry. You know what I mean? I'm just saying it doesn't it doesn't end there, in, in my opinion. That's why I'm, I, I totally agree. Thank you. So, so how did the rest of the day go then? Are you gonna give him a, a second chance, or what do you think? Um, no. <laughs> no, I think that's the right decision. Wait, no. <laughs> Hold on, Tori. I want to hear Tori's defense of this guy. So jacked up, you guys. He, we haven't seen human interaction for like almost two months now. You still are so eager to see that person that, like, when I see somebody, I still go in for the hug, and then I have to catch myself. But if I hug somebody and somebody was like, "That's a strike one," I'd be like, "Screw you!" Like, I'm Italian. I'm a hugger. <laughs> You're wasting 25 years of my life. Let me ask you this. Does does uh, your uh, want to hug someone outweigh you possibly getting COVID nineteen? Thank you, Lori. Now I don't want to downplay how important this whole time is and staying home is and staying six feet apart is. At the same time, I don't think it should be a write off because it's been twenty five years. However old this guy is, maybe he's like 38, 40. We don't know. That's 40 years of his life of going in to be nice and kind with a hug. You can't erase 40 years. He was now 30. I'm projecting that he's 40 years old. Okay, so 30 years. You're asking him to delete 30 years of his life of how he's introduced himself to women yeah, or but people. Or that's, that's also called a relationship, you know, because like yeah. say you've been single for 38 years of your life and then you meet someone that you want to be in a relationship with. 
you're going to have to erase a lot of your 38 years of life with how you interact with different people and flirt and kiss and do all these things. So if he's willing, if he can't contain himself from physical touch on a first date, like what's to say, D, you jump into a relationship with this guy and he sees someone else that he's attracted to and he just can't resist the urge. seems like a guy who just can't hold his wad, you know? Exactly. Stage five clinger all the way is what I was going through my mind. Do you have a, I have a question. So you met this guy on Hinge. How did the um, conversation begin in regards to like going on a hike together? Was it just one of those things where you're like, okay, we've talked enough. Let's see. Uh, let's just get outside and like do something together. Or how does that, how did that whole work? Process? So we were chatting and then we swapped numbers and then we had um, a video date actually where we watched like the movie together and we just chatted. Oh, that's had, so cute. Yeah, we had like a really- Wait, what movie? Um... I don't remember because it was just like playing in the background. And I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like wow, the conversation was that good. Yeah, that's a good yeah, start. Yeah, it was amazing. It was epic. It was very stimulating. And um, he let's go on an adventure. And I'm like, absolutely, I'm I love being outdoors. Um, but I remember telling him I was like, you, we need to respect the six feet barrier because I have to go into work, you have to go into work, and I just don't want to risk it. And he's like, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> no. Dang, that's crazy that it was going so well too up until up until that, huh? Up until then, yeah. So it was you, like three so hours of us colliding and me having like a mini panic attack. Oh, that sounds like an awful date. Let me ask you, is this going to make you uh, pause from going on another six-foot social distance date in real life with somebody else? No, I'm pretty optimistic. I like your attitude. Thank Get back you. on that horse. Hell yeah. I say uh, I, I say keep it going. I say keep it going. This guy's great. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't um, think you should see him again. Never again. Just delete his number. I already did. Already on it, Dean. Oh <laughs> man, D, I I like your just put so your down. So savage. So D. And then you wonder why I'm still single. <laughs> so you've how long have you been on uh, dating apps? Um, about a year. Yeah. And what's your what's your experience with them? What's your favorite app? Um, I love Bumble because I get to initiate conversation. And um, honestly, I really enjoy dating apps because I'm meeting new people and I enjoy meeting new people. Um, and I like that we're becoming more and more creative um, as like a generation. Like for me, um, you know, I get to go out to museums or on hikes or to a really interesting bar. Um, and it's almost getting to the point though, where it's like hard to commit to one person because there's so many fun options. So that's kind of like the downside of being on a dating app. You're just constantly like aware of what's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like you have like 10 ongoing conversations too, and you kind of like start to like blend together maybe a little bit. Yeah, it gets pretty exhausting. Um, and then I feel really guilty. <laughs> well, don't Do feel you guilty. Up? You're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, that's true. So I'm sure we're going to find it. You're going to find a guy at some point that's going to make you delete the apps. You know, he's going to keep his six feet distance while it's a uh, government mandate. And I think it's yeah. all going to work out. It's kind of like, have you guys seen that, uh, that show that just came out on Netflix too hot to handle? Yes. I really want to watch that. It's, it's pretty, it's like very trashy, but it's entertaining at least. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of what this reminds me of where it's like, you're just, you know, you're spending time getting to know someone, but you can't have any physical touch with them. So yeah. it's, get to go deeper than that connection than the physical and get to know them on an emotional level, which is cool. It's like a cool way to, uh, to experiment with getting to know someone, I think. 
Yeah, and I think it's healthy too. I think it takes us back to like our actual human roots, you know. D, was yeah. that the worst date you've ever been on this this past, this recent one where the guy just would not abide by social distancing? No, I went on a worst date where someone asked me something really messed up and I I got up and left. Can you repeat like you don't have to repeat the question if you don't want to, but obviously that very much piqued my interest. I want to know. Like, <laughs> it's so bad that I want to know and I need to know. Oh, yeah, I can tell you guys. <laughs> can you set up the date first? Like, how did, did this guy ask you out on the date? And then where'd you guys go? Um, Yeah, he asked me out and we went um, on a picnic uh, on the beach. And um, I was like, hey, so let's give each other, you know, like those three questions to ask each other. And one of his questions was, does my private parts smell? Like, do they smell? Whoa, what a dick. And we were eating fish. Ew. Oh, God. That's just. And I just we need updates I, from I you couldn't weekly. Even, I couldn't even, like, I thought I was dreaming. I was like, this has to be a nightmare. And I, I was like, oh, I'm going to go now. And so I just like got up and left. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Did, did he try to apologize at all? Was he like, no, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. Then he followed me to my car. And then he wouldn't let me get into my car. So then I started to get a little nervous. He's like, well, at least let me get a kiss. I, you know, I bought you a drink. And I was like, get the F away from but... me. Was this a public beach? Yeah. Okay. So there were people around. Because if there was nobody around, I would be really nervous for you. Yeah, there were people around, like a couple of people were giving me the eye, like, are you okay? And I was just like, I have a rape whistle, um, or I did, oh. and I was like, I'm going to blow my rape whistle if you don't get away from me. What a maniac. <laughs> what does a rape whistle sound like? Does it sound like a, a, a regular whistle? I'm glad you don't know that. No, it sounds like someone's getting raped. Really? It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like this high... That's not... I don't mean to laugh at that, but I don't know yeah. what... It's, so it sounds like someone's screaming. Yeah. It That's like terrible. Wow. Even just saying that makes me like, ever. makes my stomach turn. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this well, took a little bit of a turn, but this is a good thing to have in our back pocket. Yeah. yeah. I'm also, this is a good example too, to showcase for everyone, especially as a woman, if you're going on a date with a guy, you don't know who you're going on the date with. So go to a public place, especially the first yeah. couple of times. A hundred percent. And I never let them pick me up at my house. I'm like, I'll meet you there. D, thank you for uh, thank you for coming on, sharing your uh, your your dating stories with us. We appreciate it. I feel like you need to be a more of a, a common occurrence on this podcast because you seem to have some pretty interesting stories with us. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a lot. We gotta we gotta get you off and get on to our guest. But um, best of luck with everything, thank and you. Um, hopefully that the next guy that you meet on Hinge will practice safe social distancing with you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, D. Thoughts and prayers. Good luck. Take care. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine.
True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We have another guest caller on the line right now who would like to remain anonymous. So we're just going to call her Lacey, and that is not her real name. So Lacey, how are you? I am doing good. Oh, that's great. So because you're anonymous, I feel like we can ask you juicier questions. Uh, So Lacey, you're uh, dating during this social distancing time. How's that going for you? I feel like a Um, game show host. It's going, you know, it's going. Um... So for a little background, uh, a few years back, my uh, friends made me a Bumble account. Um, it was an unsuccessful launch, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> I was not in the time or place um, in, in my life 
um, to embark on that journey. Um, but <laughs> sounds uh, like some know, really good friends, though. They just put you out there. Quality friends. Um, it was completely unwarranted, and I had no idea that they created an account. But you know, um, in the days to find out that I had several hundred matches and my picture was all over the internet. I was like, I need to take the reins on this. And like I said, you had several hundred mess, uh, matches in a, just a few days. That's being humble. Damn, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, quarantine hit, I was bored at home a few years to, you know, deal with the trauma of the original, um, the original incident. And, uh, you know, quarantine gave me a change of heart. So I re <laughs> so I reactivated that by bad boy and uh, found myself back in navigating the quarantine dating jungle. Okay. And can you, can we get some updates? Can, first of updates. All, yeah. So um, day one, right out the gates, uh, found myself a few suitors. Um, one standout, I will say um, one standout for sure. Um, I hate to admit this, but uh, the reason why he stood out was because he had a picture of his grandma on the app and it just like seemed like he was such a gem. Like what a wholesome guy who puts their grandma on their dating app. Normally people put like exotic animals or other women from high school. And I was like, man, this guy's confident. He's got his 80 something year old grandma on there. I thought you were gonna say like that was his ex-girlfriend or something like that. Oh, that was my that was my intro. That was my that was my joke to lead into like, whoa, you're clearly you like older women. I don't know if I'm your type. Um, that's what got the ball rolling. Nice, it's a good icebreaker. Uh, but, but you know, um, no, it turned out to be his eighty-six-year-old grandmother. <laughs> Just to ask the boys, do they know what? Like, when you guys put a photo like that, do you know girls are gonna be like, "This is cute," and do that, or is yeah. do they honestly think they're probably just looking at themselves? Probably going for the brownie points, like, "Oh, this guy's uh, a family guy." Also, with a picture like that, they're probably thinking, like, "Oh, there's no way in, in hell that anyone would misinterpret this picture with my grandma." <laughs> that i was dating <laughs> total brownie points any picture with grandma dogs uh anything that like we think women might find cute profile it's absolute strategic peacocking tori absolutely yeah, absolutely strategic peacocking i'm curious sure. to know what your uh profile looks like now that you um could... well there was actually i didn't change that many pictures which is embarrassing so i only changed a few so I only updated about I think there was an original five. Um, okay. And then and when I think was the original I, profile made? Original file. And then, yeah, I just used about three out of those five and updated two to be more no, up no, to when, date. When was the profile first made by your friends? You said a couple uh, 2017. Oh, okay. So that's not that long ago. No. Like it was like 2012 or something when you were like- 2017 a is a long time ago. Three, three years. years, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. She could have been a blonde then and then now she's a brunette. Oh, so much different. Oh, crazy. I guess my point That's... is it's not like she's 19 in one picture and then 28 in another picture. You know? No, no, no. How old are you? No, I'm 25. Okay, okay. When you're 25, you look as young as you did when you were in high school, I feel like for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel okay. like you should update your, your profile to say Lacey. That's such a, you know- <laughs> Just, I feel that's like that's a, a sexy name. A so, so overall, so far during the quarantine, have you had any successful interactions with anyone? Um, so back to grandma. Okay. Uh, suitor. Um, so yeah, so 
you know, we took things off the app. Things were progressing quite quickly, quite positively. I was excited about it. Um, later we FaceTimed. It was, uh, it was poor connection, which now thinking back, I'm like, wait, that's weird. Uh, you're at your house doing nothing. You, you have Wi-Fi, but whatever. Didn't, didn't second guess it. It was like, oh, bummer. Couldn't FaceTime, poor connection. I love Let's how we're in it. 2020, we're judging people by their Wi-Fi connection. Connection, absolutely. He has poor Wi-Fi. Um, I cannot date him. No, I will explain as the story continues. So then I was like, I was like, oh, it's okay. Like maybe let's try another day. No big deal. Um, I just want to see you. Like you just seem like a good, wholesome dude. Like I'm excited. And he was like, yeah, I really want to see you too. Let's Zoom tomorrow. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm into it. Let's Zoom. Um, so he insisted on Zooming. We Zoom. Also be mindful, like I'm in quarantine, hair in a bun, like hair in a bun. I'm an outdoor girl, not really here to get glammed up for a Zoom date, knowing that it could potentially lead to nothing. Don't waste my time on that. So um, he insisted Zoom. Next day we Zoom. Um, he was like glowing, super cute, great guy, good vibes. I was feeling it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. Um, so and that Zoom. And then a couple of days later, I decided I'm gonna just like sporadic FaceTime him, just hit him with it, say, hey, what's up? How's it going? Like, check in. Like, Bold miss move, Con. I respect it. Yeah, I was just like, I, I How's don't it not going? respect you know? it. You know? And in real life, that would have been like knocking on his door, which is kind of scary, but <laughs> you know, FaceTime, it's, it's moderate. Um, and uh, yeah, boy, oh boy, was that interesting. Um, I officially discovered that Zoom has like a beauty filter. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. Did so, he have a filter um, on or did he just get dolled up for the first day and then you caught, like, does he wear makeup? No, he, I mean, things were chiseled and glowing where okay. it didn't fit normally. Um, but yeah, my Prince Charming um, was using it. So I was like devastated. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't be that big. Of, I mean, like, I do understand the difference of when we're all using like a subtle filter on Instagram to take a video, like there is quite a difference, but I feel like it wouldn't change you that much. So no. like, why was that a deal breaker? No, um, normally I would not be faced. Um, but like I said, like, I'm kind of an outdoorsy chick. I don't necessarily care too much about how I look. I don't really care how other people think I look. Um, but it was really interesting because like, I think maybe I'm just on edge from quarantine and just like really nervous about getting back into the war zone of online dating. And it was just really like, I was really on edge and he, um, and yeah, like, Knowing that the pool has of dating people have expanded now to like all these random people getting on dating apps, I was just like afraid, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm literally stuck in a modern day catfish." And what I else mean, are how, you hiding? How different did he look? Like, did he have a different jaw, different nose, different jaw, different eyebrows, different ah, uh, like everything? So it was night like, and day. Like this, whatever like this filter day, was. Like I, like I remember opening like the FaceTime and his like zoom open, and I'm like, "Whoa!" And like I like kind of like blinked and like pushed my head back like who is this and then I was like oh hey <laughs> I will say you guys my sister she uses this for her work meetings they have one where they can make you have longer eyelashes with eyeliner 
and it looks real. Like she sent a picture and I was like, oh, your eyeliner looks great today. She's like, I'm literally using, it's called like a, a snap filter or something. And you can download it on your phone and put it up on your Zoom or wherever you're kind of FaceTiming with people through your laptop. So it looks like you're fully made up, but you're not. But I feel like that's different than an a, like a filter that literally can change your facial features. And I think uh, to Lacey's defense too, uh, not to say that you're shallow or anything like that, but anyone that goes to that point to change their appearance for a first FaceTime date, I think there is some underlying. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Foot. I completely, I was completely caught off guard. I was like, what are you hiding? Why can't like, and his, the thing is, is that his pictures on his app were like a happy medium of both of those people. Okay. Okay. So, Wait a minute. So on the app, up. you saw does he have pictures up that he looks like two different people? No, he looks like this. He looks consistently like one person that is more aligned with the Zoom person than the FaceTime person. Well, are you huh. going to line up any more dates with FaceTime or Zoom dates with this guy? I mean, honestly, because he was such a wholesome person, I'm so intrigued. But I'm also I'm on edge. I'm on edge you should be on edge we're all on edge but you know what you've seen one person you like the you like the zoom guy you didn't like the facetime guy so third time's a charm that's going to be the definitive answer for you right there the real in life person guy well well i'm not saying well if you see him in you could see him in person but you have to do the, like the whole six feet thing which we had a caller who just called in and this dude just would not abide by the social distancing like they agreed to go on this date, stay six feet apart, and he was just not keeping his personal space. He went in for a <laughs> hug. Wow, that's crazy. I love it. I don't think I don't. I don't. You're I, insane, in Tori. There was a lady in front of Trader Joe's yesterday that had a um, sign that said "free hugs," and I was like, "Wow, that is awesome." Oh, it's very sweet, but also quite terrifying. So, have you been? Uh, ha have you been doing a lot of Facetime dates? Um, there, no, Lacey? no, that was that was the first, and I don't want to say it's the last because you know, never say never. Yeah, but... don't give up. Hey, Lacey, the guest on our podcast today is the creator of an app called Loco that allows you to have video conferencing first dates with uh, whomever you're interested in. I suggest you maybe give Loco a try. Loco. All right. Yeah, check it out. I'm, I'm penciling that in. Yeah, it's always worth, it's always worth it. Honestly. Make sure it's in pen. Make that. Make sure it's, you know, permanent. Lacey, permanent. Thank, thank you for sharing your story with us. We wish you better of luck moving forward during the quarantine dating chronicles. Um, Thanks, guys. If anything interesting happens, please alert Tori and we can have you on uh, next week or the following weeks as well. Yes, slide into my DMs. We always want updates on all of these. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Take care. This Bye, is a Liz. grand time, you guys. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Bye. Hell of a time. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. 
It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a very special guest who is currently on the line with us. Uh, he is the creator of the new dating app called Loco. Uh, his name is Vivek Jane. Vivek, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. No, of course, Vivek. So uh, first of all, how are you doing during this quarantine? You, uh, you have uh, a couple kids. Uh, so are you quarantined at home? How are they treating you? Hopefully good. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, everything's good. I think the best way to put it is I'm keeping my sanity. Uh, we've got, yeah, I've got two kids and I'm trying to play teacher and keep them busy and do all my work and everything, but it's good. I mean, there's, there's, there is the positive side of this where you, you get, uh, you know, you have all this family time and quality time. So it's, uh, it's all, all in all, it's pretty good. And so Vivek, you're an entrepreneur and you actually just partner up with comedian Norm MacDonald on a new dating app called Loco. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, sure. So it's um, it's uh, fully video based. As far as we know, we're the only fully video based um, dating app uh, on, the, on the market. Think Zoom, but for online dating. So the I mean the idea behind it was to mm-hmm. look at what the dating apps out there now are and the pitfalls of them. Um, I think all of us have heard stories about um, uh, you know how dating culture now is uh, kind of moved to in a direction that's not always favorable for everybody. So we kind of poked at all the all the holes and tried to come up with something that solves them. And you know, video seemed to be the best fit for all those things, you know, like the, the catfishing, the fake profiles, the, you know, making real connections with people and all these kinds of things. So that's kind of why I went down this whole video side. So all the profiles are video. There's no static photos. And the only method to communicate is through uh, video chat. So mm-hmm. we've, take, we've taken out this, this texting so you can, you know, get, get a sense of who the real personality is behind the person and, uh, and, you know, build the story in your head that's more authentic as opposed to, um, you know, what, what you believe through static photos and texting and, and all the other things. You're a man ahead of your time because who would have known that uh, during the months of March and April, all the dating would be occurring uh, via video, a Zoom, FaceTiming, and now we have an app that just does video. Now you guys do, it's like an eight second hello, which is mandatory for every profile. I tried signing up, but I'm married. And so if my wife or anybody saw me (laughs) on a dating app, I think that would just be bad news. And I would have to explain myself out of that situation, which I'm very, I'm not good at explaining once I'm backed into a corner. Um, so, <laughs> but it's like, so you sign up and then you have to create a profile just like any other one. And in the profile, there's an eight second video, like of you saying hello and introducing yourself. And then I see that there's like a voluntarial, uh, a voluntarial, I don't know if I'm saying that properly. I'm lost. Uh, but you have to like also do a 30 second um, about me where you just talk about yourself a little bit. Um, and so yeah. I, I like the aspect of like putting yourself on video really because then like you get to, like you said, you get to see the personality, the person's characteristics, their inflection, uh, what, what they're like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think you can, there's only so much you can get from static photos and, and, you know, I think, I think that's, that's where the biggest problem lies when you go on that first date and, you know, 99 times out of hundred, it seems like they're, you know, massive fails because you build this story in your head of who you think they are as opposed to who they actually are. But like you said, you get, you get the sound of their voice, their, their smile, their swagger, which is, um, you know, just as important as the, you know, the outright looks of a person and, uh, and, and that, that initial attraction. So this way, you know, when you do get out on a first date, whenever all this uh, quarantine breaks and you see them face to face, you know, there's a better chance that uh, there's, there's going to be a connection. And actually on that, we, before we set everything up, we talked to a behavioral scientist and they said it takes eight minutes of actually looking at a person and conversing with them to hmm. figure out what you actually have a connection with them. So this, you know, you get that initial eight minutes and some, um, through a video chat. So by the time you get out there and meet, there's a better chance you're going to have an enjoyable first date, regardless of whether it leads to a, a long-term relationship or not. David, I have, a, I have a question. So a lot of the dating apps that are out there, uh, it's pretty, the barrier to entry is pretty small, right? So what is it like for your app? Because it's solely video based. What does the user have to do in order to get it like approved and then get their profile up? Is it a different process than you typically see? Oh yeah. Yeah. Great question. So I mean, obviously with video, there's, um, there's some things that can, uh, can make the, the user experience less, less than enjoyable. So what we've got is a human moderating every video that comes in before they go live. Um, and then we've also built in artificial intelligence to screen out nudity and, uh, any sort of adult content. Nice. So, so what you, that, that's really the barrier to entry. And, and you know, this, what we've learned is there's, you know, it's easy to put up a static photo. It takes some effort to put yourself out there and put a video on. So, yeah. you know, we get, we do have, we get some people just taking pictures of, uh, know the ceiling and, and and whatnot that we have to weed through so no one else sees them but that you know goes to show you if you're willing to put a quality profile on you're probably more serious about the whole process 
and a uh, better chance of being a, a better quality date uh, down the road. Can you upload like a Snapchat video with a filter on it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we've got lots of TikTok videos and Snapchat filters and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, our, our rules are pretty loose. At the end of the day, we just got to clearly see your face. Um, and after that, it's pretty, pretty fair game. So uh, yeah, absolutely. We, we've got lots of custom content that comes through. What happens when two people match? Because I was reading up on this and you guys kind of put like a time limit on, on how long you can actually yeah. meet up with someone. Yeah. So, so it's, um, we, it, it's uh, how it technically works and how we've ironed it out. So it works during these quarantine times a little bit different. So how it works in normal times is yeah, so you have 24 hours and then that's 24 hours to set up a video date. Um, and then if you want to extend it, you can do that through a paywall. Um, right now we just opened it up. So, I mean, they stay as long as, um, as long as you've matched. Uh, and then there's also a cap on the video chat. So it's the the chat itself is capped to 15 minutes. And that's, again, there is a paywall to extend it. Um, but the hope is that once you've unveiled a person through video, you're more comfortable with them. Um, and, and the idea is to push people to meet in real life. So now obviously during this time, we've eliminated the cap and you can have your video chat for as long as you want. Nice. Um, but yeah, the idea is, that, I mean, it goes back to that whole eight minutes of having, uh, you know, figuring out whether you have a meaningful connection with someone. So we figured if we give you 15 minutes on video chat, you're not going to be afraid to meet in person because now you know who, um, who you're going to see at the other end when you, when you meet face to face and, uh, and you're, you're more likely to, to do that. And if, if you're not, you know, you can exchange numbers by then and you know, chat, chat, text, whatever you'd like outside of the app. So does, do you guys on local have any type of messaging or is it all done through video? Every no, time? it's all done through, it's all done through video. Uh, mm-hmm. we have plans to add uh, vid- uh, just text messaging down the road, but the idea was we're doing something that's, gonna take some getting used to you know like i go back to when plenty of first fish first came on uh, on the scene people were so afraid to put up a static photo that you know most of them would have no photos or the back of their head or, or something so we think you know we're, we're just kind of in that stage we're getting people comfortable with video and this whole quarantine's made people a lot more comfortable in a hurry so we don't we don't want to give people the option to go back to the the roots they're can you know comfortable with we, we want to try something new we think this is a better alternative and the only way you're going to try it is if you can't don't have that crutch to go text and, uh, and throw up a static photo. Yeah, absolutely. I like that your app drives people to meet in real life because I feel like a lot of dating apps, unfortunately, you can connect with people on the app, but then a real date never gets set up. Um, so I, I, I really like that about this app. And then can you tell the story about how you created the app? Because I read it and it's really cute. Oh, sure. Sure. So uh, I've, been, I've been a single parent for a long time now. So my, my babies were four and one when, uh, when I first became a single parent, and they're now 11 and eight, uh, almost 12 and nine. So, uh, you know, when I had, you know, being an entrepreneur, so I'm busy with that. And obviously having two young kids, it's pretty busy. So dating's been, uh, unfortunately, a second priority for a long time now. So uh, we're, we're watching a movie. We have our regular movie nights with my little kiddos. And uh, my youngest daughter goes to me. She goes, hey, daddy, uh, like, who takes care of you? Like, you, you take care of me and my sister all the time. You should get a girlfriend. So whatever, my friends tell me, uh, you know, tell me to go date and all this kind of stuff all the time and kind of in one year out the other one's your friends. But man, when it's your kids, you take stock of your life when they start saying stuff like that. They're not supposed to, to know that kind of stuff. So, so I, I uh, after some soul searching, I decided to go out and try some of these uh, apps that are out there. And man, I, I, I thought about just writing a book about my horror stories that came from that. Um, probably would have made more money than this app ever will. But uh, um, it, was, it just didn't work for me, like, especially, I, and, and don't get me wrong, those other apps work for a lot of people, but, uh, and there's a place for them. But I think for, 
you know, someone at my stage in life and how busy I am, I needed something that you know, kind of weed, weed out those bad first dates that uh, they would almost be like a part-time job for me. So yeah, that's, uh, that, that's in it in a nutshell. <laughs> Love it. And Vivek, for the listeners out there that are interested in giving Loco a shot, they can download it on their iPhones. I'm assuming Androids too? Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, Google Play or, uh, or the Apple App Store. It's, it's, uh, it's available for everyone. That's awesome. And, and they just type uh, Loco, right? Just Loco into the search bar and they'll, it'll be Yeah, you, you betcha. L-O-K-O dating. Uh, it'll come up. Sweet. If you're listening to this and you want to give Loco a try, I think it's cool. I think the fact that you can talk to people via video rather than just the messages, because so, <laughs> messages are so impersonal. So uh, if you want to give this uh, video dating app a try, check out Loco in the App Store. Uh, and Vivek, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And, and best of luck with everything. Thank you, Vivek. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Take care. Bye. Take care. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. 
I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey guys, it's Ashley on Jared's mic. And it's Kaylin on Dean's mic. <laughs> and we are going to go through some uh, questions that you guys have sent in to the guys. So this is from Katie. She said, is being in quarantine with your partner helping or hurting your relationship? And my answer is, I think it's neutral. I don't think it's really doing much. Yeah, uh, I can agree with that. I think, I don't know, in some ways we're like getting closer together, but in other ways we're living together nonstop and we're never apart. So we're kind of driving each other crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's not bad. Like we, we've got our separate rooms and we've like figured out, okay, like now I'm sick of you. So let's like be separate for a couple hours. Okay. So I, I need to know because you guys look so lovey-dovey on Instagram. That's just one part of your relationship, right? So like you guys aren't lovey-dovey and happy all the time because you make me scared that like I should be like that. <laughs> oh, and I, that's, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate that I'm making it look like that. But it's like, I don't know. I guess I don't post this stuff when we're like arguing or we were like, <laughs> sick of each other, but I see other couples and I'm like, crap, like they're so in love. Yeah. And, and then we definitely have our times where like for three hours, he'll be in the living room and I'll be in the second bedroom, just like working and doing our separate things. Okay, good. That makes me feel better because people have said the same thing about me and Jared. They're like, oh my God, the most fun quarantine ever. You guys are just recreating chick flicks and your love is so intense. And I just want to find this one day. I'm like, you should totally want to find it one day. Just letting you know that like we fight over the edit of these videos. <laughs> it's like they're fun when we're doing them. And then we'll like get on the computer and I'll be like, Jared, I don't really like the effect that you used. And then he'll be like, <sighs> and you can just see that like, he gets like, he really doesn't like criticism, criticism. Like he can't take it. Well, I'll be like, if somebody said to me, I don't like that effect. Can you edit it out to see what it looks like? Otherwise, I'd be, I, I think I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I worked a little, I like, it's going to take a minute. Just hold on. But then he just like makes it seem like you offended his soul. Yes. So we're kind of like, our arguments are about furniture right now and like placement of furniture and, and you know, we've got different ideas and yeah. Girl. Wait, I, I'm jumping in. Okay. I'm so sorry to jump in on the girl yeah. chat, but Kaylin, I need to know your latest post about you almost buying these benches, but Dean said, I can make them cheaper. Oh, yeah. And now you've been to Home Depot three times. That was on his story. I need to know the details and how are you not losing it on him or are you? Uh, I, I mean, we've both just been lazy, so I'm partially to blame, but they were like... <laughs> 12 $1,300 benches and he's like oh my gosh I'll make these and so today I think we're finally hopefully gonna finish them when I say we he will finish them um but we're like losing our mind because we have no furniture we have a bed and a couch and that's literally it so we're like eating on the floor every for every single meal um so it'll be nice to have these benches built but I'm so sorry to ask another follow-up yeah 
I feel like everybody dates the guy that thinks he can be the home guy, the guy that can fix anything, that can make anything. And it's really annoying because mm-hmm. you're like, just let me buy my freaking benches and let's just call it a day. So it's not a stress stressor in our relationship. So like, how are you keeping calm? How are you being patient? I would be probably irritated. I'd be like, screw it. Where's my credit card? I'm buying it. But like, you're being very patient with this. How? I've almost gotten to that point. It's if we had all of our furniture and it was like just lying on him and his building, then I would be like, screw it. Um, but the fact that we have nothing, I'm like, just take your time because the eating on the floor, it's like, doesn't make a difference. So I have this thing that when like I start a project, I need to finish it now. Like, so like home decorating if I just moved into a new place, like it's got to be done within a month. And like even a month makes me really stressed out because I'm like, I feel like I can't consider my home my home if it's not all put together. So Jared, he'll be like, oh, I can do that. Like I'll make it or like I'll bolt that to the the wall or, you know, I'll I'll hang that stuff up. And, and then like it'll be a couple days and I don't want to be naggy and then I'll remind him. And then he'll be like, I'm going to get to it soon. I'm mean, like, Okay, but see, like, I could have just hired a task rabbit for $100, and it would have been done, and then, like, my peace of mind is worth that amount, and then it's also worth the amount because I know you're going to get annoyed when I get extra naggy, so it's just, can you freaking do it now or let me hire someone? Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, during this quarantine that I'm the type of person to be like, are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do it now? Are you going to, and I'm, like, trying to refrain, so I think this is where I'm practicing my patience and just being, like, yeah, it'll, it'll get done. Like, don't nag him. It's okay. You've got to live together for maybe like three more months. <laughs> I have been told that I've been doing the same thing. And I always thought I was going to be that cool girl who never nagged, but maybe it's not us. Maybe it's because they never do it when they're asked. <laughs> he said the other day, um, I was like, he's like, you're being really naggy. And I was like, isn't that what wives are for? And then, um, I don't know. And then he, and I was like, and maybe I'm being naggy because you never do it. And he's like, well, isn't being stubborn what husbands are for? I'm like, ugh. So true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get to another question. Um, This girl, this is from Isabel. She said, so I was supposed to go to New York City for spring break where my friend lives and she was going to set me up on a blind date with one of her friends. Clearly, Corona hit, did not go anywhere. I really wanted to meet this guy because honestly, I was getting tired of all the guys I know in Miami. She never told me the name of the guy. So it was a full surprise. But yesterday I made her tell me the name just so I can go and see him. Um, And to my surprise, he is so hot. What should I do? Slide into his DMs? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you don't have to email us, Isabel. Very polite, Isabella. You just go slide into his DMs and tell your friend, uh, hey, can you let him know that I slid into his DMs? Yeah. And then they'll be Zooming every night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you find, oh, I know it's been a while for both of us, but do you find it awkward that somebody would have their first conversation via like a computer screen? Yeah, I mean, prior to Dean and, like, The Bachelor, I was on those stupid apps. Yeah. And so, like, I would do the app thing. And, but and would you, work. like, be on – like, would you have a first date via FaceTime or Zoom? Okay. No, that's super strange. It makes me feel really so, awkward. My ex lived in Japan, and we met for the first time. I Our first date was in Japan, so, like, I flew there to meet him. So you didn't meet him via face-to-face online? Yeah, we FaceTimed for, oh, like – did. Or two, and oh, then look at that. 
Oh, you did it. So you're fine at it. I think I would be horrible because I need like body language and I need to see like a glimmer in the eye. I need an environment around me to talk about. I don't know. I feel like I'd be so awkward meeting for somebody on the for the first time via screen. No, it's so strange. This girl is okay. This girl's Catherine. She said, I'm 27 years old. I'm almost 28. And I have been out of the dating world for quite some time. During this quarantine time, I have had a lot of time to, t- um, to think. And I finally decided to give dating apps one more try. I'm usually against them. And I have never used them before. Um, with that being said, I have no clue what apps to use. If you could give me some advice on what apps to use, that would be great. And how to start the conversation. That would also be great. I'm typically very shy. Well, Jared and I do have a sponsorship <laughs> with Plenty of Fish. So I think it's a great, great dating site. I also, I also think that my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law met on the site, so we have a very close relationship to Plenty of Fish, and uh, they have. I really like the way that they have this the profile set up. You can add so much information about yourself, and I think it's probably because it started out as a website and then turned over into an app that they like took all the information that you added to the website into the app. Kaylin, what was your favorite dating app? when you used to use them? I was trying to think of the name. It's like, uh, it's not Tinder, Bumble, any of those. The League? No. I was never on The League, but I liked the idea of The League because there were like all people with jobs. Oh, really? Yeah. There were like people who really had their shit together. Oh, nice. Well, that's a good one. Um, It was like the one where you like really are detailed and there's like, I don't know, like five or six different things that you can start a conversation about because it's like so detailed. I have no idea the name, Um, so that's is it Maybe I should Google. Oh my god, what is it called? <laughs> Tori, <laughs> name some of those dating what apps. Uh, there's like coffee and bagels. Oh, Hinge. Yes. We were both talking about Hinge. Yes, I loved Hinge because they had those weird questions and then you put your yeah. answer and it were just they were the best conversation starters. Yeah, like that's the easiest way because otherwise it's like, oh, you're attractive. Like how do you start a conversation? So yeah. I think that it's started off with humor never in my advice opinion start with hey what's up hey how you doing hey what are you doing no those are so boring because when people are sitting there about to answer what are they doing right now what are they up to they're up to going through their online dating app that's what they're doing (laughs) so terrible what do you think is the best way to start a conversation on there I'm trying to like really dig deep and think what I did. I only went on like one hinge date and it was, we had like a date after that, but it was just terrible. Um, he found out I was a Christian and started like throwing the Bible at me. And I was like, I'm not into this. Um, but Oh my gosh. Wait, he started throwing it. I mean, as in like, he was trying to like say, deny this, deny it. Like this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. We would be like in a conversation and then he would just be like, oh, well, Matthew 28, 13 says, does it like, I know that's real things, but, um, I don't know. It was just like in very inappropriate times and like, just super weird, super out of place. Like, I don't remember specific details, but I remember being like, why? Like, I get that you're a Christian and I am too. And that's awesome. But you don't need to like try and keep me around this way. Huh. I have a follow-up question for Kaylin, just cause I feel like a lot of girls can relate to this. Um, do you feel like looking back at his profile, you saw any red flags of that? Or was that something you had to completely learn by being face-to-face? Or like, what should we be looking out for? I I think he looked like a great guy from the start. And like the first date was okay, but there were no sparks. And I was like, ah, but like, I'm bored and I live in Charlotte and I don't know anyone. 
And so I went on another date. Um, but yeah, like no real red flags, but obviously look for like the douchey photos and like the, <laughs> you know, like the shirtless pics. And I don't know. I think there's like easy to spot red flags. Yeah, I agree. How many shirtless pics is too many? More than one? <laughs> I think more than one. Even like, yeah, more than one. Probably. Yeah. Um, I want to hear my worst online dating app date. I think yeah. it may have been Raya. Were you ever on Raya? Raya? I went on one Raya date as well, yeah. Was that okay? How was it? Um, the second date he started talking about like kids and marriage oh, and shit. it was just bad. <laughs> okay. So I went on a Raya date. The guy was an actor. He like plays the quarterback in like D list movies. A couple D list movies, like he's played the quarterback. This is like a trend of his. And uh, we met down the street from my apartment and he was very insistent. It was really annoying because I was like all just in bed Friday night. It's like chilling. I'm going to watch TV shows. And then I was swiping on Raya and then I matched with him and I, and he starts talking to me immediately. And he's like, what are you doing right now? What are you doing tonight? And I was like, Oh, you know what? I'm in for the night. Like just kind of relaxing. And he was like, no, meet me here in an hour. Like, let's just do this. Let's just meet. And I'm like, Oh my God, this guy is freaking annoying already because he's trying to take me out of my comfort zone. And then, and I was like, and I just love a night in and now he's probably too much of an extrovert for me. And blah, blah, blah. but the guy ended up calling me like we're messaging. And then he calls me and he's like, I'm going to meet you here. Come on, let's do it. And I was peer pressured into it. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, I can walk there and I'll just throw on really quick makeup. We get there and he was really hot. And I, we had a really nice hour long conversation until the second hour of the date. He randomly, he goes, so like, when was the last time you uh, kissed a guy? I think, did he say kissed a guy? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know, like two months ago. And then he was like, when was the last time you, um, oral? Because I know this what? is PG-ish. Um, yeah. And I think I was just so embarrassed. I think it was, I was so like taken aback and didn't know how to answer the question that I, I had literally told him. <laughs> And I'm so embarrassed to say that. <laughs> and every time I retell a story, I'm usually not honest about that part, but obviously we're honest right here about it. And then he goes, when was the last time you were laid? He goes, were, you were laid. And I go, okay, um, I'm going to go now. This is making me feel really uncomfortable. Like, I don't know how you're asking me this, like, two hours into knowing me. And then I walked home. What a cr- you walked home? Yeah, I know, right? Well, we were literally like an eighth of a mile from my place at this point because we were like walking towards – we weren't walking towards my place with intention, but like we were just taking a walk and we happened to get closer. Ew. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's hey. mind-boggling to me. Can I ask for one more, <laughs> you guys? I love this. Okay. I never get girl talk on this podcast and you guys are <laughs> – I also feel like that last story, Ash, is like so relatable to probably so many girls right now. Um, I have a lot of friends who are like online dating for uh, like on Hinge right now and Bumble. And I guess because you can't really meet in person, a lot of people are asking for like, send me pictures of your body. Like, how tall are you? Like all that stuff. So they're kind of almost going like too far with it because they can't meet up in person. Interesting. It's kind of a weird time right now that's kind of like on too hot to handle who's I'm been just watching? Like, just about to say that <laughs> you've been watching Kaylin. we finished it in two days yeah. okay so, so yeah i'm gonna wait what's that? right now 
Um, we have people on my podcast. I don't, I don't get it. Um, so I need to finish watching within the next day or so. But I, I was going to finish watching either way, of course. But the thing is about that show, I'm so mind boggled once again by how these people are so sexually charged. Oh, my gosh. I started it's- wondering, am I the weird one? <laughs> Do yeah. most people want sex this bad? <laughs> I'm like peering over at Dean. I'm like, is this this isn't how you think, right? Yeah, right. They must have found some very special people because it's bizarre how they are like 24 hours in and thinking about relieving themselves. And the fact that there's like 100,000 on the line and they're still like, no, it's possibly not worth it. Yeah. What? Like I have to, I have to have sex at the wall. I'm like, what is going on? It's been two days. Yeah. So Tori, that goes back to like the sexting on the, the apps or whatnot. It's just like, you guys. Just calm down. Just relax. They get like, have you guys try to get creative? Yeah. Have you guys ever sexted before? I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but I, <laughs> I'm kind of curious on how much that's going on right now. Um, have you ever? I sent two lingerie pick. Oh, well, I mean, not including my husband. I sent in my lifetime three guys lingerie pictures but like they were very tasteful like boudoir you know yeah like twice in my life yeah yeah twice do you ever regret it or did you guys like feel like okay about that like it was kind of empowering or do you kind of like back and like cringe yeah cringe for sure you cringe cringe for sure (laughs) (laughs) um there's one of them i forgot until this conversation one of them i thought like oh you were seeking attention in the moment i was really young and then the well what i mean really young in ashley i years i think i was 23 um (laughs) which is like caitlin's age now no kidding you're 25 right about to be yeah okay and then um and then one of them I look back on pretty proudly I was like damn I look good and and he reacted exactly the way I wanted him to Jared likes them too I like need to spice it up more but like we (laughs) we're together all the time so I can't be like I just took this and I sent it to your phone the flight upstairs (laughs) that would be hilarious and like come down to the bedroom of my parents house (laughs) I'm wearing this. (laughs) The other day, I I mean, like, Jared and I, I don't know. I just feel like we probably shouldn't do anything dirty, you know, in the parents' house. We've been here for, like, six weeks, right? So I just don't think, I don't know. I just don't think it's very, we we both feel a little uncomfortable. But the other day, I wore lingerie to bed just so he could look at me and, like, remember what it looks like. (laughs) he was like very he's like very sexy your dad's in like literally the next room so (laughs) but i appreciate it all right that's my spiel i'm in heaven with this conversation because it's so true i'm like so many like my sister and brother-in-law are living with like my parents right now we're all in their house and i'm like i know it's kind of weird to think about so like my siblings but you know you're just kind of like how are all the couples like handling being with the parents right now where what do you do, find time what do you think that your sister and brother-in-law are doing do you think that they're doing for what sure they're doing no i think for sure in the shower or something that's even not. more obvious than when the parents go to bed but we're not like paying attention to it like oh they're both downstairs they're oh they're both downstairs in the shower okay 
If Jared and I were like both in my childhood bedroom and then we were both in the bathroom in there, it'd be pretty weird. Caitlin, to wrap up, is it far more romantic and sexy at your house? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not even a little. (laughs) Oh, wait, that tent. I I think I'm going to recreate the tent, too. But now Jared's sitting here in front of me and it's not going to be a little protector, lights, a tent. Really it's like cute. movies and watch TV all day long, but just in a different setup and like cozier setup. It was nice. Nice. Yeah. It's super cozy. It, it makes it feel like a date versus like just watching TV in the same room as usual. And we felt like kids, like we were like laying in the fort and I was like, this is so fun. I feel like a little kid just like building a fort with just my boyfriend. It's so cute. <laughs> Did you use like a stick in the middle? Because how is it standing so well? It was the most frustrating thing. We don't have furniture. You build forts with furniture. Yeah. And so I had to keep creative and use like tripods or you know tripods oh, that for- works i was gonna say but a the- vacuum could work yeah I don't know. it's so frustrating <laughs> all right well this is all because i feel very at ease with kaylin for some reason i feel like oh. whenever i'm around her i'm like <laughs> i don't know i don't know you're very easy to talk to tori do you feel the same I mean, I just need you guys to come back. This is so fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. That was fun. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.